Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is your official spoiler warning if you haven't seen Dreamhouse Episode 6, Season 12 of ER and you don't want it spoiled. You don't want to know what that VIP patient is. You don't want to know how old Kat Dennings is. You don't want to know whether 8 Mile will recon- like get his relationship back on with Danny Glover. Then you do not want to uh, listen to this podcast if you are chill with having a ep- uh, ep- 15-year-old episode of television ruined. Then come on in, have some fun, because we're going to be talking uh, Victor Clemente. <laughs> Here on Clementorama. <laughs> Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got one leg and a pocket of chicken. Hello everyone and welcome to Mish and Zach's Legazama Rama. This is a podcast where each week we watch ER. <laughs> Can we, can we rename the whole podcast? Iyarama. Iyarama or like Victor Clementamente. Victor Clement. Victor Clemental. We're getting Victor Clemental. Clemental. Here on Leguizamo. Here on Iyarama. We usually watch everything that's so basically Leguizamo. We're a podcast. We watch everything John Lennon. But for the next, like, fair chunk of time, we're only watching ER because he did ER and we want to pay respect to a medical drama OG. We thought it was important to go weekly. Yeah. Because, you know, there are other ones you binge. You know, we might binge his bloodline yeah. run because that's what you did yeah. do now. But then you wa- you watched an episode a week. That's how we, we did, did it, it back it's then, fucking baby. ace. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from my, my favorite scene in 8 Mile mm-hmm. uh, being the one in the car park um, mm. at the food truck. Where Eminem throws down on a real piece of shit who's taken the piss out of another person at work and he destroys them with freestyle rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm joined as always by Zachary Thomas Ruane, who you might know from. Um, his favorite line from uh, a 50 Cent song. Um, 50 Cent, of course, I'm making the link with 8 Mile because he did live hard or he yeah. did that. Live high, hard, or die harder. Or die trying. No, that's yeah. something. Anyway, my favorite line from um, a Fifty Cent song is "I love you like a fat kid loves cake," <laughs> and it ain't that the truth. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. This is it's our a second kind of love video. <laughs> find as well that most fat kids don't love cake like their relationship with food is probably quite tarnished they probably don't actually love the cake they feel like they need the cake or require the cake that's like what it's like you have said. a numbing effect on the pain yeah exactly my heart. <laughs> yeah, that's love that is love yeah that's true 
Um, thank you for coming uh, for listening into our second ER episode, but would be episode six, season twelve of mm. ER. It's our second episode. Um, you know, I would recommend you jump back, mm. listen to last week's episode if you haven't yet, but it's all right if you don't. It doesn't mind. really fucking matter. We are know. watching every single episode, as we said, of, of, of Victor Clemente's run. Victor Clemente being the main character, in my opinion. In my heart. Um, Johnny Legs' character. Um, I only wish that this... That this was George Clooney's era of VR too. I really, I, it's making me. I think I'm going to go back and watch it after this. No, you won't. Ah, uh, I think it'd be a bit of fun. Just... It would be fun. I want to find a George Clooney episode and watch like when he, his first. Maybe is he in the first season? Yeah, I think his early season. Mm. I, I I really like the one thing I really like about AR is like the frenetic energy of it. Like mm. the amount of extras and stuff is really really cool. Yeah, and I imagine in the early seasons it's a bit more ERy. Like by the by this time they're like not even doing ER stuff. Like there's like any type there's like oncology wards yeah. in the ER. <laughs> yeah. Like, um Hey, so Mish, um, you know, normally we don't jump straight into the episode. Um, so I feel like I'm I feel like asking you, how did you enjoy your twenty to thirty seconds between recording the last episode? It was very full episode? on. I feel panicked, I'm not gonna lie. So this is the first time where Zach and I haven't taken a break between recording episodes. We just yeah. recorded one and then straight into the next one. And I don't know what to say. Not, nothing out. happened to me in that 30 seconds to share with our listeners. But I'm so. like, that's what I feel like. It's kind of fun because no one ever listens to a full podcast. So this is like, well, this is what happens in the second half. You don't think people listen to the full pod? Well, I don't. That's why I stop trying after about half a podcast. Yeah. Nah, I'm just joking. I, I often will, will dip out. I am hungry. Like I said to Zach in between episodes, I'm like, can we order some, a spinach pie from the A1 bakery? And Zach's like, let's just jump straight into the next one. I was like, oh, the fuck. The whole idea, the whole concept was we just like push through and then. I because, broke my promise. Because so just for context, Mish has a comedy festival show coming up. Yeah. Um, uh, I have a tour coming up. Uh, we wanted to like get a few in so that when Misha's show comes up, my tour comes up, we've banked a few and I thought it'd be, you know, we often go for an hour and a half, yeah. um, on, on when we're feeling it. And I, and, and I thought, well, let's just watch two eps of ER, do an hour and a half of recording and then build in a change in the middle. Right. Like, so then it'll just feel like one hour and a half long podcast. Yeah. Um, I knew that that would freak you out. So yeah, I'm much. panicked. As I fuck. didn't pitch it to you in a text. I wrote out the text and I said, "Can I call you to explain how we're just going to keep recording?" I I I called you. I explained it to Mish, um, and immediately afterwards, she was like, "Yeah, but we can just stop recording in the middle." And I said, "No, no, you just keep going. I've done it before. I trust me, it works." And and Mish was like, "Okay, okay, you get in." And then Mish is like. Um, still sort of struggling with the concept. I'm like, I think she gets it. We start recording. We talk it through. We start recording. We pretend to finish up. We sing some James Blunt. And then I'm like, all right, and I'll start. And then Mish is like on her phone. She's like, do you want a cheese pie? Actually, Tom, there was a book. Cause Tom's editing our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you go back to the chunk that you're obviously going to cut? Because it's that little chunk between the first ER episode and our second ER yeah. episode where I ask Zach if he wants, I think I said, do you want to barn me? I meant a spinach pie. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. said, do you want to barn me? And Zach shuts me down. Can you please put it, <laughs> insert that snippet right here. 
Um, do you want to? Right, well, just keep. Yeah, going. but do you want to bar me? Uh, I'll order something after. Okay. All good. Uh, <clears throat> Spoiler warning. There okay. There, that, that's, that that's... just gives you an idea of of Mish just trying to get a break in. Yeah, I wanted a little tiny break, but, but it's fine. We're going to power through, and it's going to be fine. Well, it's not even. See, you've you've got you've done exactly what we were trying to avoid. You've got like <laughs> we've started the next podcast without a break. We're trying to create the feeling of a full long podcast. We're just in it, Mish. In it's it. all good. Yeah, it's true. I'm getting really distracted. <laughs> She's freaking out. <laughs> Like, like we've done so much to try and create the impression. What, for... what do you want? What do you like in a barn me? What's, What's your barn me choice? You're hungry. Um, barn me. I love uh, pork. Uh, yeah. I love pork. Belly or roast? I, it's hard to say. I, I really love, I think barn me's, um, barn me of course being Vietnamese rolls with like Vietnamese ingredients in a baguette. I just like, I like one with lots of flavor, not too pate-y. Oh, really? Not too pate-y. Like, um, so if I was serving you at the barmy place, mm-hmm. Tasty Barmy in Fairfield does a very good barmy. Good to know. Um, so you're a Tasty Barmy mm-hmm. in Fairfield and you ask for a pork and then they say, do you want chili? You say? Yes. Coriander? Yes. Peanuts? Oh, I didn't know that was an option. That's an option at Fairfield. That's an option, but I'd go sure. Great, so you're getting the whole lot. Peanuts are, are pretty crazy to me, but if they recommend it, I would say, would you recommend peanuts? And they're like, yep. Then I go, sure. All yeah. right, cool. And then they charge you eight bucks. I I think a barn me, I like it when the protein, the core protein is is an like is a part a big part of the flavour. I don't like when it gets too overpowered by Hoisin. the pate. Or the sauces, but like I love lots of flavor. I love like mm. soy and like maggi and all of those things. But I think the protein should still really shine. I think the issue for me, I love a barn me, yeah. right? And the tasty barn me in Fairfield does a vegan duck barn me. Fire out Brussels sprout. It's so good. But there's also La Panella Bakery in Preston okay. that is by far the best vegan. Sure. me you can sure, get. Sure, sure. They do a whole bunch of different vegan meats that are really yummy. Anyway, um, the thing that throws me is for me, if I have a sandwich for lunch, I need a side. Okay, sure. So whether it's a piece of fruit, a chippy. Yeah. Um, like if I'm packing a sandwich for lunch, I always make sure I put an apple in there, maybe some carrot sticks and hummus because to me it's not complete. So when I eat a bar meat, to me that's a sandwich. So it's often not enough. But I, so I'll order something else and I never want that thing. Because then it's too much. Because then yeah. it's too much. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, it, that's fair, man. Mm. I love I love it when the meat is good or the of protein. Course. You know, I think sometimes, you know, a bar meat, the, the protein might be a bit of an afterthought. I mm. love a really good, you know, like a really good tofu or a really yummy barbecued meat. Like just really mm. proper good Proper good protein. I love a pickled carrot. Damn right. When I was in <laughs> Vietnam, I had a, um, I had, it was literally, what was it? it I think it was skewered, maybe pork, like mm. skewered meat in a roll with a sauce and a pickled carrot. And that was it. Like yeah. it was really simple and it was fucking off. That the sounds off the fucking, fucking chain. chain, man. That sounds off the fucking chain. It was so good sitting on a little plastic seat. 
Yum. I traveled like, I went like to the other side of Hanoi for it. It was fucking great. Do you want me to just jump into this episode? Because this is a kicker of an episode. Are you ready? Do you want me to? Yep. I can. Yeah, do it. I think I should. All right, let's do this. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Now, the reason I opened up to us recording multiple episodes in a run is because I kind of did the same joke as you in my intro. So last week, you'll probably remember Mish referred to actors from what they were in and I did exactly the same joke yeah. and rather than cut that we're just, just gonna, gonna keep you... on welcome to the world of mission zach we don't <laughs> cut things all right here we go dream house is the sixth episode of season 12 of er in it dr clemente does a full 180 on the last episode <laughs> and reveals himself to be a bit more open to breaking the rules than we first thought In fact, very open to breaking the rules because he secretly brings a baby monkey in to get secret baby monkey treatment for a circus friend because the vets didn't know what to do because monkeys have similar DNA to humans. So they they treated the monkey at a hospital. Meanwhile, the lady from Third Rock from the Sun gives Velma from Scooby-Doo a promotion and her first job is to fire another lady. And also the girl from Bend It Like Beckham finds out that the girl from Two Broke Girls who has been sleeping with the guy from A Walk to Remember is actually only 14, but it's played for laughs, which is kind of weird. <laughs> Lastly, the guy from Eight Mile tries to connect with his estranged father, played by the guy from Rush Hour. <laughs> That's very funny. That's very good. Um, what's the app? The pedo stuff was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, though. Like, for real. That's so, um, Kat Denning. We should the, give it some content. We course. should give it content. So Shane West is a young doctor. Yeah, like he's like a young like, stud. He's so you Shane think, West from I'm a walk to remember. I'm thinking, like, late 20s. Uh, even, even like, I think he's like the youngest one can be. I feel like he's like 25. Okay. Yeah. Like he, he, in the previous episode, he's like in a rock band. So he's still holding on to his like mm. youthful dreams as doctors often do in the first few years of their career. Yeah. Um, he, it's obviously a hot doctor. He's like a hot he's, doctor. The, the way he acts, the way everyone talks to him, like everything he says is to convey that he's a hot doctor. Mm-hmm. He goes to a club or a bar. He performs at the club. Yeah. Because at the start of last week's episode, he gives out flyers. With dweeby redhead doctor. Yeah, who's the nerd. He's a nerd. <laughs> but who is he? I've never seen him before in anything. I can find out while yeah, you tell the story. dweeby redhead doctor. So they go to this like cool bar. dweeby redhead And he meets Kat ER. Denning out the front. And Kat Denning's like, hey, we're all hot here. And then like we concluded with last week's episode... Shane West and Kat Denning have a fuck. And in this episode, they wake up, she's using Bend It Like Beckham's toothbrush in their mm. apartment because they all live together, which is quirky. Um, 
and then has to go to hospital to get tested for chlamydia and while there exposes her age as being 14, nearly 15. And you're just like instantly like, whoa. And in my head I thought forgetting that I don't know what I was forgetting, that it was 2005 and this other handle shit, but I thought this is going to be massive. Shane West is going to lose his job. Like I thought, wow, this is the big plot. Yeah, this is the big one. Like, because, but this ended up being the... Dum, 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 yeah, this was the, <laughs> you know, this was the, as we talked about last week, every, there's usually about three or four plots in every mm-hmm. ER, in every medical drama, and one of them is a... Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. So, so let's be really clear here. There, there is a plot in this episode in which John Leguizamo's character secretly brings a monkey into the hospital. It's cute as fuck. A cute little baby monkey. I think that's the A-line plot. Yeah. That's the, like, main plot of this yeah. fucking episode. The funny one yeah. is the reveal that a 14-year-old girl... It, it's so full on. It is really full on. Because the way the handle is literally like, bend it like Beckham finds out. Yeah. Then goes and tells. And she's housemates with. With Shane with, West. With uh, Walk to Remember. Yeah. Shane she, West. Yeah. So bend it like Beckham goes to tell Walk to Remember. And I'm like, this is going to be <laughs> fucked. And then the don 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 music starts. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I didn't know that. And she's like, well, you're going to have to pay child support. Yeah, and like, yeah, she's like. Starts teasing get him. Get ready to it. go to jail for being a pedo. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, Not okay. to say we're blaming Shane West's character. Like, he was under the impression she was older. Um, and they even have a little riff where he's like, I don't card every day. And she's like, well, maybe you should because this one's 14. <laughs> So fucked. It's so full on how it's played for us. Oh, it's so bad. Now, I feel like this is the best time for me to slip in. I have a confession. Yeah. And it pains me to admit it. Oh, great. I watched, so I was at a friend's birthday last night. I had to leave the birthday early to come home and watch ER. Fantastic, yeah. I watched our first episode. Great. Second episode comes on. <sighs> I fell asleep. Scandal. The last 10 minutes. I think... I watched the first half an hour. I missed the last 10 minutes. Um, Thank God, because you were doing another podcast today. I nearly missed the last 10 minutes as well. Yeah, it'll and, get you. Um, and I was like, oh, worse comes to worse, I can bluff. Mm. Um, but thank God, because um, if you hadn't have seen it, now I can tell you what happens in the last 10 yes, minutes. Yes, please. I but I was know. falling asleep. Okay. I was a sleepy boy, um, but uh, he reconnects. He, him, and uh, him and Danny Glover have a moment. I don't think they dig any deeper to the fourteen-year-old thing. I think that's it. She gets treated. Oh my for god! The I thought that they were gonna like make it a thing. No, I don't think so. I think it's just like he's just like better card my hookups from now on. So weird. Um, oh, and there's like a scene in, I don't know if they see the bit. Did you see the bit where he goes and confronts her? Like he goes into the. Yes. yes. Yeah. Cause like, he's like, how many people have you slept with? Like 
Yeah. She's like, um, I don't think I got the chlamydia from you. Yeah. And he's like, how many people are you sleeping with? And it's like, this is like... That's not the issue. The, like, the, why are we like... Yeah. It's not even on him. I'm just like, what is this girl's situation <laughs> that she's like going into clubs, yeah. sleeping over? Like, where are her parents? Yeah, like, where are her parents? Like, I wasn't so much she concerned might come back. with him. I was worried about her and like her situation. And she might come back. Maybe. I mean, it's Cat Denning, but what it's happened with Kat the Denning chimp before Cat Denning? What's that? What happened with the chimp? <gasps> you didn't see? No. Oh, Mish. Don't. What happened? Oh, Mish. I thought you were being all like, oh, it's very cute. Mish. Mish. What? The chimp, they were like giving <laughs> this little baby monkey. It came back and it had an infection. They gave it an antibiotic and that antibiotic released something. And then the chimp was dying and they were giving it like little heart bumpers and stuff. And then they were like, it's not going to make it. And then the guy was like, oh, can we at least bring the mother monkey in for the chimp? This didn't happen. This is 100% what happened. No, it's not. And then like, and then Dr. Victor Clemente, because he's like a stiffler for the rules, except for the first. Bullshit. This didn't happen. They brought in the mother monkey. So he's like, they go out and then bend it like Beckham, a liar, liar, and uh, Ice Age. <laughs> Clemente. Um, Clemente, of course, big John Leguizamo. Clemente. The liar, liar, and um, bend it like Beckham um, uh, are like, so liar, liar, of course, played the wife and liar, liar. They're like, um, they're talking to each other. And, and they are like, I think we should let the monkey in. And like Victor Clemente is like, what are you talking about? We can't let in another monkey. And then, um, they're like, but we've already let in one monkey. I think we should do it. And he's like, you're taking it too far. And they're like, you were the one that brought in the first monkey. And, and then the guy who owned, who was like, who brought the monkey was like, he was like, we've got to bring in the mother because she needs to know, like. In her mind, we've just taken her baby. She needs to know, like, she needs to say goodbye. And then there's this scene where, like... A monkey can't comprehend what's happening. No, but, like, a monkey will know the This death. didn't happen. Did this actually 100%. happen? A monkey, they're like, a chimpanzee will know the death of its child. It understands the death of its child. It won't understand why its child was taken from it. So then they bring in a monkey, and then there's a sad little scene where the monkey, the chimpanzee, the adult monkey, the mother monkey, says goodbye to the baby monkey as it dies. And they're all very sad. Is it really sad? Yeah, well, yes and no. Like, I think... <laughs> I think it was meant to be really sad, but then, like, there's only so much a trained monkey can do because it's, like, literally a trained monkey. So Oh, yeah, all- in my head. Oh, God, I'm dumb. In my head, the monkey's, like, acting its ass off and being like, oh, no. And, like, well, like, yeah, they're, like, they're sad and, like, the monkey's, like, touching the baby monkey and, like, picking it. I reckon you would have felt it more than I felt it, but it was a little weird because oh. I was still struggling with why... Like I did, I I didn't quite buy the idea of a monkey in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, that was very strange. I was like, that was a very odd little point. I was like, I'm watching season twelve right now. Do you know what I'm, I'm excited watching for? Yeah, late. I want to see some more Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, because Bend It Like Beckham in the, the last few episodes that we've watched, um, hasn't really done a hell of a lot. 
except he is Shane West for fucking a child. Yeah. And really um, kind of like showing off a little bit to Clemente when he entered the... Yeah, she thought Clemente was hot. Yeah. Don't blame you, Bender. Like we don't blame early. you. We get it. It's like um, she loves her dreamy mm. character actor types, like that Irish guy from Bend It Like Beckham. Mm. Um, let's talk about Danny Glover. Yes, and Kat Denning. Those are, that's my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so Danny Glover for me will always be the colour purple. Oh, that's a great one. Because when I was mind. young, the scene where he's riding his horse after the sister mm. and like tips his hat to her and stuff, but then gets real creepy. It's like cemented in my brain. So whenever I see Danny Glover now, I can't stop seeing that. He's kind of like when you look at Mike Myers, you see Austin Powers. Yeah. When I look at Danny Glover, I see that character. Despite the fact that Danny Glover has done so many wonderful well, things. Well, he's more famous for Rush Hour, yeah. Not, not if you're me. Not if you're you, but famous isn't about Mish. Is Danny Glover even in Rush Hour? Have I done a racist? I think you're talking about Lethal Weapon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You haven't yeah, done... No, you, I just... I just I have I done a racist? <laughs> I mistook the name of a movie. Okay. Which one's Rush Hour? Rush Hour's the one with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> you were waiting. You know how I'm always getting... Um, um, you know how I'm always getting Mel Gibson and Jackie Chan? <laughs> Danny Glover to me is always the colour purple. Um, I've not seen Lethal Weapon. I have seen... I probably should, actually. I've seen Lethal Weapon. Maybe Mel Gibson's a bit of fun, isn't he? Oh, it's a shame he's like a crook person. Yeah, he's because... so crook. Have you seen Gallipoli? Um, no. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Humble Leguizamarama listeners, go check out Gallipoli. Um, Lethal Weapon, right, is like such a fucking treat. But the funny thing about Lethal Weapon is I have watched it like well out of order. I couldn't tell you which mm. one I've, ones I've seen. I'm sure I've seen the first one and I've definitely seen like the fourth one. Yeah. And the fourth one is a really weird, even though between three and four, there wasn't that big of a gap. The fourth one has mad like late 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 sequel vibes but lethal weapons great oh. Mish. you would love it it's right. like danny glover's it's kind of the i'm too old for this shit cliche but like the casting is really wonderful and like danny glover's just really good in it danny glover's also in saw he is he's the cop he's the cop I forget this the cop player of saw like, yeah same i don't think you don't think about that that's not the part that you go away with and you know that a movie is special if danny glover's in it and you're not going away going danny glover was in yeah that. yeah because it's it's like it's it's a bit of a police procedural mm-hmm. the first saw that's the thing that's really interesting because so the other day right i i watched the new scream which i thought was great oh love scream and i want to be like it was a return to form but i've loved all the screams same people are like yeah but the third one sucks no uh, people are like the fourth one. i'm like what are you on about they're all mm. great shut yeah. up everyone and I, I liked the fourth one a lot. i loved the fourth one my my order i think we've done this already is one two four three mine is one four two three yeah and i don't know where five fits in but i'm about to rewatch them all so i'll, I'll get back to you on this in a few weeks um, but I loved the new one and then it made me go and watch the old one. And there are elements of the original that I think like 
and it, it like that are kind of dropped for the sequels, but there's elements in the original that are like, I think part of what make it so iconic, like it's a little more like creepy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a little <laughs> more like, like, I don't know, like the, the, like scream when people remember it, they're like, it's meta. It's like a blend campy. of, it's campy. It's a blend of horror and, satire it's also got like but there's almost like this postmodern like there's like a layer to the first scream which i didn't really remember where it's kind of got this like postmodern like comment on society like mm. the effect do you know what it is it's like from the second one on it's it's the characters are so close to being aware of the fact they're in a movie. It's about movies from the second one onwards. Yeah. Whereas I think the first one, there's just this like, like drip of an idea that it's about real, the real world's relationship with the movies. Like, it's like, this is set in the real world, but in a real world that's deeply influenced by the movies. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And that's very clever. <laughs> like, there's just this bit, like that bit where he goes, well, it's a clever film. Like that bit where he goes, like, where she's like, um, are you talking about the first one? The first one. She's like, I wish I was in a, I wish I was in a Meg Ryan movie. Yeah. He's like, we don't choose the genre we're in. And yeah. then he's like, um, and then she's like, maybe I'm in a porno. Yeah, <laughs> but like, and then she's like, and but he's like, we don't choose the genre of movie we're in. But there's a bit where like, he goes like, she's like, but like, where they're like, you know, if this was a movie, this is when this would happen. And then she's like, but this isn't a movie. This is real life. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's all a movie. It's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, oh. It's such a good movie. It's like, re- like it's like, got this, like, po- uh, it's not for this, po- but this postmodern, like, fuck, it's a good fucking film. The whole series is great, but mm. there's like little sprinklings in that first movie. I love that scene in the video store. Um, and Randy's like, uh, um, everyone's a suspect. That whole speech about, yeah, like, yeah why you think it's a certain person and who they want you to think it is. But at the end of the day, you've really got, it's just, it's so good. But there's stuff in the new one that is, fuck, it's so good. Like the, the scene that it's behind you scene Uh in the new one is so fucking good. It's so good. And it's such a, like, I love, I love No, the the scene in the new scream where he opens up the fridge and then the music builds because, like, every time in a horror f- film you open a door and then you close it, there's the killer. Yeah. He did it like they, dr- like, they, you would think that they drained it. They did it like eight times it's within the space this, like, of 30 constant, seconds. It's like, oh, thing. oh, oh, it's so good. It's got a real, um, it's, it's, I really, like, I really want to rewatch it. Like, it's got a real mad, like, um, like, just this comment on the way we're doing remakes. I'll rewatch now. it with you. I yeah. really liked it. Yeah, Do you really know what it didn't it have though? What? Cat Dennings. It didn't have Cat Dennings. Dennings. Can I say something about Cat Dennings? Yeah. How is it, truthfully, and I mean this, that everyone knows, everyone knows who Cat Dennings is, but she has never done anything really noteworthy. Ever. I'm looking at her filmography. 
And maybe it's just not my thing. No, but she's never really like... To me, Two Broke Girls, it ran for a long time, 2011 to 2017, and it's always on TV. And I feel like we've talked about Kat Dennings before. Probably. Like, like we maybe. have. I have a distinct But Two memory. Broke Girls, to me, is not a great show. No. But that's just my opinion. But she's... It's got great people in it. That that has, like, a great cast, but I never watched I saw one Apparently episode. Apparently she was in Thor. Yep. Yeah, and she was. She's always like the most fun thing in a like. She would be a great one to do a podcast on in ten years. Yeah, when she's built up her filmography a little bit more. She was in Raise Your Voice. Yeah, remember Raise Your Voice. She was in. Um, she was in the the. Wandavision. As the same character from Thor. Yeah. She just, she always has this, like, she's got a, an energy, which I really like, which is like, she just sort of has this vibe of like, she's chilling. She's not taking it too seriously. Yeah. Like, like the, uh, there's something in Two Broke Girls, like, I always admire how good the acting is in shows like mm. that, because it's like, it's really hard if a joke isn't like a hundred like, mm. how do you sell that joke? Like, mm. you know, in my world, I rewrite the joke. But, like, in that world, you just have to do the joke. Oh, yeah. And usually it's just, like, good acting. Or like, that's how they keep their in- dignity intact. But she's just, the, from the little bit I've seen of it, she's just got this vibe of just, like, hey, yeah. I'm in Two Broke Girls. Like, it's like I'm watching Kat Dennings in Two Broke Girls being like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of got that energy yeah. in this as well. They're like, she's like, oh. well, she's only nineteen. It's good to know that she wasn't like fourteen. Nah, yeah. Um, she's only nineteen in this movie. Post raise your voice in, in this ER, movie. Sorry, in, this in TV ER. Show, yeah. Um, but it's it is cinematic, and that's oh, why everyone loved it. Oh, you're not going to believe this. What? I don't know if I should tell you what I just found out. What? So I am currently on Cat Dennings' IMDb because I was trying so- to figure out at what point. Kat Dennings made ER and at what yeah. point Kat Dennings made Raise Your Voice. Mm. And I've just looked and it looks like Kat Dennings is in quite a few episodes of ER. Oh, I didn't want to know that. I'm sorry. We can cut that bit, but you'll always, no, I can't I cut it from it your now. life. Yeah. Yeah. You can't. No, that's, that, no, that's exciting to know. I will stop looking this stuff up. I just hope they don't keep playing it for laughs. It's only, it's not, it's not quite a few. It's not like a year. I think, but I think her story isn't done, which is good. I hope that, mm. I hope, I hope it could also just get really icky. Well, that's what I'm kind of like. like I really uh-oh. hope he doesn't just go, oh, well. No, it won't be that. I mean, it was 2005, not 1935. <laughs> I should make her my bride. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, can we do Leguistamos now? Yeah. Can we? Yeah. Um, this one gets another three. I'm sticking to my threes for Leguistamos. Yeah. Um, it was very weird how he completely changed character <laughs> and I everything literally... he stood for over the course of one episode. Um, but it still had some solid legs. He's still daddy. And bring on Bendit like Beckham. I feel like they could have a really interesting relationship. What's the dynamic between yeah. Legs? Because she didn't like him in the last episode. Legs and Beckham. Legs and Beckham. 
Yeah, hashtag legs and Beckham. Hashtag legs and Beckham. I have to say uh, I'm giving this one a three. Oh, we're down a half. I'm down a half, but I'm on the same rating as you. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's don't think of this as down a half. Think of this as we're up the same level now. Mm-hmm. They completely changed the character. He 100%. went from like, I, I care to like, which makes me think maybe they wrote the character and then once John started playing it, they were like, oh, let's make him a little more this i don't know maybe they wrote it and they didn't love it so that there's something really strange about network television where like characters will evolve in a way that yeah. humans don't you know what i yeah. mean like they'll they'll try different things and and he's kind of a different energy now which makes me go uh, so i didn't love it as much as the last one i i'm a little confused as to where this is going who is this is michael who is Victor Clemente? Yeah, I want. I need an episode of his story. Who is Victor Clemente? Mm. Um, and if ER doesn't give that to me, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to fucking burn some shit down. I'm going to get really fucking mad at the okay, creators yeah, so of ER. fucking mad. But I want to know who Victor Clemente is. Um, I, I, I don't know if the writers know who Victor Clemente is. No, and I, I hope they find him. But I'm intrigued. Mm. I'm intrigued. I'm much more intrigued by this. This man who will let a monkey into a hospital. Yeah. That and like, and it also not be a huge thing. Yeah. Like it was a thing, but it wasn't a huge, nerdy redhead was like, oh no, that's the ugliest baby I've ever seen. That character's going to annoy the show. They kill him off. <laughs> that fucking redheaded nerd. Cause cunt. do you know what I think it is? It's like, maybe, maybe there is a congruence in these two characters. I think that's the right word. Um, maybe these two characters are like working together because maybe last episode, you know, we thought he was a rule book boy, but actually what he is, is like a monkey boy, a monkey boy. <laughs> and maybe, maybe what he is, is like, he wants the, be- he wants to save the most lives, do the best for the patients, no matter what the rules are. Now that's exciting. That's fucking that's cool. Daddy legs, you know that's what I'm daddy. saying? That's Daddy Guzamo. Like yeah. that's like this is a guy who will break the rules, will lose his job if to it save means a monkey. To save a monkey. Now what's going to happen if he needs to save a man? Oh my god. And you might think he'd lose his job for bringing a monkey in. But Shane West fucked a child in this episode. <laughs> And it was bom, 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 So we think Johnny Legs is going to be fine. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. What should Tom take us out with? Um, I think like some bom, 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 bom. Yeah, Tom knows what music we're talking about. Tom, Chuck funny, that in there. funny, like funny C plot on a, mm. on a medical drama. Um, and, you know. Let's find. Let's get hashtag who is Victor Clemente tag. Oh yes, trending guys, come on. Trending. I want it trending we want on it Twitter. Trending. The three or four of you, we want it trending. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening and take it away, Tom. Tom. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.